And now it's time to bait our hooks, cast our nets, drop our poles in the water, and fish for some jokes with Down on the Dock. to episode 13 of Down on the Docks. My name is Chris Neff. I'm joined as always by my uh, good friend and comedian and co-host Dustin Torres. How are you doing, buddy? Pretty good. And of course, the show's not complete without our zinger expert du jour, Dave Sarah. How are you, buddy? Hello. Guys, a lot of success from last week's Halloween uh, special. And I thought, you know what? Let's just keep going with the Halloween theme because this episode is going to fall a day or two after Halloween. Can you give me a little spooky sound so I can intro this? Are you ready? Sure. This week's episode is called Confessions of a Superhero. Any idea on what this documentary might be about? <laughs> uh... Uh, Satan? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it doesn't work without it. But yeah, um, no. What is it about? Costumes you've, and shit? Yeah, yeah. You've never. Uh, well, hold on. You've seen the the documentary. I've seen the trailer yeah, for I it. I used to live right down the street from. Right. Me. Yeah. Okay. Was... So this documentary is called Confessions of a Superhero. I watched it when it came out in two thousand seven. Ooh, going and then, back a little bit. Yeah, like it. it's an oldie. And then some people said, you know what? You guys might want to think about revisiting this. And yeah. of course, Dustin and I. We lived in that neighborhood. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. So wow. I, I lived near two, the Chinese man's theater. Two blocks mm-hmm. away. Wow. Powerhouse. Yeah. That's the Star yeah. Walk of Fame. I always take people there whenever they come from out of town. I always take them to the comedy store, then to the Walk of Fame and Chinese man's theater. Well, that's the worst part about living there is people know, are like, can exactly. we go to Hollywood Boulevard? And I'm like, absolutely not. Yeah. I went one time and that's when my Pepsi commercial was playing uh, with Britney Spears. And you could see it on the corner. I took my mom down there. But I used to live on Sycamore. For like five years, mm. I remember getting this apartment for five hundred bucks. Wow! It was a bachelor. Is that right next to Sycamore Tavern? No, that's 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 further south. That's okay. on La Brea. Ah, I and see. I, I was like a block north on uh, by um, Franklin. Okay, between Franklin and Hollywood Boulevard. Sure. So that was my first apartment in two thousand one. Wow! And then I moved south to Lanewood, which is perpendicular and one block south of Hollywood Boulevard. Sure. So I would see these guys yeah. every day walking home. Yeah. And they can't drive. No, no. It's hard to, you can, but with all that stuff on, especially the, what's a green guy with those big feet. Incredible. Just, Hulk. Yeah, it was yeah. dangerous. Yeah. But I would see these guys all the time. And I was just, you want to talk about a hard life? Yeah. This is it. I believe it. So this film is directed by Matt Ogins. Released in 2007, as I mentioned. So the film begins and over credits, we see snap still photography of like classic LA images like the Beverly Hills Hotel, um, of course, the Hollywood sign, Man's Chinese Theater, which most of this film takes place in front of. Um, You've got your palm trees, the El Capitan Theater, and of course, of course, the stars on Hollywood Boulevard. I'm not talking about the guys dressed up, but the actual physical stars. Stars, yeah. Yeah. And the so, handprints and all that yeah, good stuff. right in front of Grauman's. So we open up on a man brushing his teeth in a dingy one-bedroom apartment. We also see two other men doing the same thing and one woman. And they're all getting ready for their day to dress up as superheroes to go hit the boulevard and take pictures with tourists. So... 
Uh, they also begin putting on their costumes. And a man that looks a lot like Christopher Reeves, Superman, he's perfecting like uh, oh, hairspray the, the curl. Yeah. Wow. He's just getting the curl just, just right, right in front of the mirror. And then he speaks and he says this. He says, Hollywood is a place where dreams are made and dreams are broken. Everyone and their mother wants to go out for that lead role. Of course. So the girl, she's dressed up as Wonder Woman. And she says something very poignant at the top. She says, sure, a doctor saves lives, but is he remembered? Those titties are remembered. <laughs> hey, so this Wonder Woman, yeah. uh, does she, she... She's Oh, yeah, she's shit. a fucking smoke show. She's, oh, a, she's got a rack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, okay. But she says, is that doctor that saved people remembered for all times? People so are, deep. are still talking about Marilyn Monroe. They're still talking about Elvis Presley. People in the entertainment business are forever here. You can still see him at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Which is actually a really good time. They, they yeah, it do, is. They do movies they there. Do, oh, it's so fun. It uh, is fun. Senespia. Yeah. The problem is it's too small there, and they rope everything off. What do you mean? It's way too small. They do this in New York City, too, at Bryan Park, which is yeah. like 10 times the size. Yeah. And, you know, they drop the gates and you go run for your picnicking spot. And yeah. if you're not there early enough, you ain't seeing Jaws on the big screen. I got a wristy there. You know, yeah, I remember You got being... arrested or a wristy? I got a wristy there. It was dark. We, we put the blanket over us and it was a girl. Okay, good for you. Yeah. Um, so then we see, of course, the the classic, iconic Grauman's Chinese theater concrete. And we see those names of the celebrities like Harrison Ford, Eddie Murphy, R2-D2, C-3PO. Yeah, hell yeah. You know, I think there's a Wookiee print there somewhere. And we we next meet a man dressed up as Batman. Now, he's putting on his black eyeliner as he says, quote, we're all here for the money and the fame. That's what it's all about. Actors make $20 million a movie now. And then we meet our third principal character. And this gentleman is... Uh, Call them heroes. He's an African-American man hero. Um and he has to pull over this massive, uh, incredible Holt costume. Oh, shit. And it's got those huge punching yeah. gloves. And the feet are like beyond clown shoes. Yeah. They look like they're 20 pounds a piece. So is this guy large himself? No, already? he's a regular guy. But the, the, the costume's so big, yeah. his face comes out of Hulk's mouth. Sure. You know That's what I mean? sick, dude. It's pretty cool. It's, it's a pretty big one. And I bet it smells like fucking shit. Oh, man. Yeah, it, it can't must, smell good yeah, in there. Yeah, sweat. Just dry sweat. <laughs> so... According to this guy, now this guy's name is Joe McQueen. He says, it's tough being out here by yourself trying to be an actor or an actress. And then we go back to the one that dresses up as Superman. And he's like the head um, elite, the longest tenured superhero on the block. Mm. And he says, we're out here as ambassadors of Hollywood Boulevard. But his 30-year coin. <laughs> his chip. His chip. But no, but he needs a chip, and we'll get to that. Oh, fuck. But, <laughs> but at the same time, we're also trying to sell ourselves to the media and the public, producers and directors alike. And panhandle for tips. Yeah. So that's... Got it. I mean, that's the, so the life of a performer. Yep. Mm -hmm. So we see all four of them, the the group that's going to be the subject Such of the life of the performer, I think, is the correct quote. I think mm -hmm. I made that retarded. Sorry. I, I didn't you mean know, to cut you off It there. was fine. Um, so we see all four of them in front of Grauman's. It's a nice kind of establishing shot that we're going to be following these four people. 
And then Superman starts hitting the streets and he finds a uh, potential mark. And he says, hello, citizens. Oh, shit. Welcome. How are you today? I'm doing quite super. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he manages to convince a young woman to take a picture with him. And before her mother takes the picture, he says, just so you know, we, we, we do work on tips. Yeah, of course. We do. We do work on tips. We do depend on your tips. So that's pretty much what they always say before anybody gets into this. Yeah. So these people know what they're getting into. Um, so we learn, Christopher, uh, we learn that Superman, his name is Christopher Lloyd Dennis. Oh, man. Hell of a showbiz name if you yeah. think about it. So, Christopher Lloyd Dennis, three first names. Yeah. Good boy. He's tall, too, good looking. He's probably got a hog on him. Yeah. Like, so is he wearing, He's. you're saying he's Superman? Yeah. Uh, does he wear any padding? No. Is he well, buff, I mean, on his, on his sack. Yeah. Oh, he pushes, okay. there's he's, a sock in the sack. Okay, okay. That's but there's different. no, like, it's not like Captain America with rolled up tube socks. Okay. You know? But in other words, he's not like, he's not like yeah. putting like a buffer on no, his, no. On his chest and he's stuff. He's normal. It's cool. actually pretty good. It's not a bad suit. So he 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 of course plays Superman, or as he prefers the term, Kal L. Kal L. Sure, that, that's his actual. That's uh, his Kryptonian crypt- name. Kryptonian name, yes. <laughs> okay. So again, they show him on the street, and of course they zoom in on uh, on the underarm sweat. Yeah, uh, and the costume's good, but it's got some sun bleach in it. I'm not gonna uh, lie to you. Okay, wait, some what? Some sun bleach. Oh, sun bleach. Yeah, these like guys it's... are out there all day. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget to turn over. Your suit's gonna, <laughs> your suit's getting too uh, light on one side. Yeah, or you know maybe he was you know banging another superhero and got the orange sock mixed up in the laundry. Who knows how this works? Oh, is this? Are we gonna get? Are we gonna have some stories of backdoor? Uh, oh yeah. Oh, oh fuck. Oh yeah. So yeah, let's hear this, baby. Superman's got all the lines down. Customers come up, and he's like, "Put some clothes on, citizen." <laughs> That's right. I was using my X-ray of vision. That's my oh, favorite God. one. That's a real zinger. That's that a panty is, dropper. Yeah. <laughs> well, you wouldn't be. He doesn't even matter if you're dropping the panties because you can see right through yeah, them. Right. He's already got it. Yep. Yeah. So Christopher was born in California, and he became an actor because his mom was an actress. Now, next we meet the gentleman playing Batman. He goes by the name Maximus Batman Allen. Now, he uh, uh, didn't originally come out to Hollywood to become an actor. It just sort of happened. Oh, sure. He was a hitman before. Yeah. <laughs> was he really? We're going to get to that. <laughs> oh, fuck me. This is like an episode of Barry. This guy is so then we, we meet a woman named Jennifer, and she's the Wonder Woman. Sick. Okay. And then lastly, uh, as I mentioned, Joe McQueen, he's the Incredible Hulk. He's from North Carolina. Nice. Uh, He says that often people say, hey, dude, the Hulk's not black. (laughs) Stupid. I mean, his costume's green, I'm sure. Right, but you can see his black head coming out of the Hulk face. Oh, it's that bad? It's not like like with something covering... No screen. Uh, okay, well, that's funny, though. Yeah. It's a black dude in a Hulk. So next, we're introduced to a man named Laron Gubler. He is the president and CEO of the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce. He says, of course, that the allure, allure of Hollywood is the magic associated with the film industry and the thought that anyone could possibly meet someone that is famous. Mm. He says Hollywood Boulevard is the boulevard of broken dreams, but it's also the boulevard of dreams that come true. Hmm. 
Uh, the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce gives out stars on the boulevard to famous actors, as you know, musicians. That you have to pay for. We Yeah, well, we were talking about that, Dustin and I. Yeah, I heard, I heard from several people, because I think I even knew someone that bought one of their own stars, that you can buy one for like, I swear it's like five or ten I, grand. No, it's, it's forty. I heard. Oh, forty. Uh, I, I heard like eighteen. 10. I heard eighteen thousand dollars. That makes yeah. sense. But I mean, I think if you're vaguely connected to the entertainment industry, I mean, they're not just going to let you do it, Dave, because you're like no a super stoner. No, no, no. Obviously, but, I get that. Right. And they, there's probably like they probably have like a rotate. You know, they have their main ones that are not getting switched out anytime ever. Right. Unless, the you point know, is, if you were them. in Hollywood or in the entertainment industry and you don't have one, you could go in there and say, "Hey, I got forty grand. I want yeah, this." Yeah, 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 for sure. I can donate forty thousand dollars for my store. Like, a- yeah. So, um, Laron says that all of the people that dress up as stars and panhandle for tips have their place there as long as they don't get too aggressive. Uh, he also explains that they work closely with the LAPD to make sure that the actors portraying the superheroes are aware of this. There's rules on the street. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't just show up in a fucking silver surfer outfit and think you're just gonna be no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got you gotta you gotta play or by the or rules. like you show up as Superman. You're fucking like you're trying to intimidate him, like trying to like step up yeah, on his. Well, there's street. a lot of competition for sp- particular spaces on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. And you don't just walk into somebody's turf. Nope. So um, a police officer we meet, his name is Michael Shea. And he says, to be honest, it's not difficult working with the characters. However, they can be very annoying. Okay. I mean, these are essentially, you know, keyboard commando internet nerds. Just yeah. come to life. These are LARPers. They're yeah. live. It's before cosplay. You know, before cosplay. the term cosplay existed, yeah. probably. It's these people. Well, he educates a man playing Chewbacca. Oh. Where <laughs> I can't do it. I can't even do tauntauns. Where the line between the public property is and the private property. And Chewbacca acknowledges wow. him, of course, by speaking Wookiee back right. to him. <laughs> so Bisika. Uh, that Chewbacca outfit has to be the stinkiest. Yeah, oh, man, it's not. He, does he does he go to the like the grooming place, like the dog groomers, to get oh, a get a get a forty dollar <laughs> blowout? Yeah, before he hits the streets. Uh, I don't de- know. Delicing. Well, next we meet um, honorary mayor of Hollywood. Apparently, we don't have a real one there. Uh, Johnny Grant, hmm. and he thinks that of all the characters dressing up as famous Hollywood icons, uh, most of them should be just thrown out. Because they stink and they're dirty, literally, and their costumes are garbage. Yeah, and he doesn't like the way that these guys set people up to take the picture and be like, sure. "Oh, we work for tips." Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. So Stanley makes Just have a sign and be done with it. You, yeah, they can't do that. They though. can't do the That's sign. One huh? of the laws, you can't do the sign. You can't hold the sign even. No. Wow. No, you're not allowed to approach them. They have to approach you. Interesting. Batman does. I like it. Yeah. I like Batman's, it. Batman's a little on the edge. He's a little <laughs> yes. bit of a line crosser. So Stan Lee makes a brief appearance uh, as a cameo and says there's no way he'd ever dress up and look like an idiot like these guys. Now, what if you ride it on your cape? No. Can't do it. No. Can't go to can't. run the laws out like that. Yep. Okay. Got and it. I got to agree with Johnny Grant. Some of these guys are garbage. Yeah. I used to pass by there all um, the time. I think... All of them are garbage, sir. Well, it depends. But I mean, I remember walking down the street and seeing a Batman, and he had like 13 like cigarette holes riddled in his yeah, cape, and he yeah. was drinking a tall boy in wow. a fucking paper bag. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Okay? So I'm not a fan of all of them. 
Um, but they, like I said, the hot spot is Groundman's. Yeah. You know, that's that's where you want to be. Yep. That's also where the metallic robotic dancer is. A lot of break dancers. That, oh, yeah. That's also where, like, you go out for, like, Kimmel's show and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's all, like, Kimmel's it's across all the street. right there. Yep. Well, uh, Grauman's posted a sign that says, uh, Dear Court Patrons, please be advised, Grauman's Chinese Theater is not affiliated with the street characters or performers. <laughs> of course they're not. They got to protect their brand. Yeah. They're the only ones that get the sign. Yeah. And again, according to Christopher Lloyd Dennis, he says they do not work for. However, they do accept tips. There's a there's a pretty specific, yeah. you know, like you, line. Like you can't, they can't necessarily, you know, you don't like you could take the picture and then not pay them. Correct. Yeah. 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 They're not up. entitled to shit. Exactly. Yeah. So but, you know, Maximus Batman Allen says that the law states they're not allowed to go directly to the tourists. But if the tourists come up to them, they are allowed to state before taking the picture that they work on tips. So he's the master of that. Before anybody gets close to him, he says, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, just so you know, we work on tips. Before yeah. you take that picture, you got to know what you're getting into. I wonder if there's like if there's like some like uh, Home Depot version of this shit where like some like busted USC movie producer and like busted USC like students are like we need to make this movie all right let's go to Grom's all right I need a Superman an Aquaman oh you mean I'll take for for $60 like uh, rounding up 15 immigrant workers like yeah like you know I was thinking that are all gonna speak Spanish and be able to pull this off there were a a couple over there by powerhouse that were real rowdy (laughs) or or, or even better like oh um, I forgot to book the the magician or whatever for the party Uh you just go to Grommens, round up superheroes. I'll pay you 50 bucks each. Come to the birthday party and take some pictures <laughs> with the kids and shit. Always got the big thinking going on there, he Dave. Does. I'm just uh, saying this like that's, no, it's a that's perfect, perfect dude, right yep. there. Okay, well, Christopher Lloyd Dennis. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Also explains. $60 an hour. <laughs> okay. That's my Superman. That's my Superman. Lloyd Dennis also makes it clear that you're not allowed to ask for a specific amount of money. Unless you have a permit. Right. So Is it hard to get these permits? They didn't discuss that. Okay, okay. But the first thing I would do is go out and get the permit, because I'd be like, $10 minimum. Yeah, dude, $10. So we see a young woman getting a picture taken of both Christopher and Maximus, and the woman tips Maximus, and then Christopher interjects and says, oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) Oh, fuck. It's, we both get tipped. Yeah. Yeah, This is how this works. Yeah. So Jennifer, the woman that plays Wonder Woman, she says that on a bad day, she'll start work at noon and she'll work till three and make about 30 bucks. Oh, fuck. That's a bad That's day. That's a bad dude. day. Okay. Yeah. But on a good day, when the energy's hot and they're really taking in the crowd, she says she could make 150 an hour. An hour? Yeah. This is okay. 2007 money. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's pretty good. You know, that, three, 400 bucks. Yeah. Working away with. Keep in mind, it's hot out there. It's and, hot. You're, and you're going to have your days Wonder Woman's when it rains have. very rarely, but you're not going to be able to work. There's no health insurance. There's no union. No, you know? no, of course not. You're on your own. But Wonder Woman's got to rake it in. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Well, She's her gotta, rack rakes it in. Yeah. 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 So Maximum, uh, Maximus Batman Allen, 
he literally knows how to ask for tips in every language. Oh, imaginable. fuck me, dude. Yeah. This guy has done it around the world, dude. Yeah, he also says that tips range anywhere from 25 cents to $100. And he also recounts the time that both he and Superman each got a $100 tip from the same wow. person. Somebody's making it rain. Dude, yeah. If I ever make it, if I ever get a big, gigantic paycheck, first thing I'm going to do is go down there and just give them each a bill, dude. Just Here make, you go. Yeah. Not a thousand, just a bill. Well, Christopher Lloyd Dennis says he averages a couple hundred a day, but on a really good day, he can make around $595. He doesn't know how to round Fuck. up. He, he says he can make $595, yeah. That, I'll tell you right now, $595 is the most he ever made in one night. Is what That's that number, kind of that's what the, I was thinking. He's like, oh, almost that $5 would have made it 600 but not quite. He's an honest man. Well, let's step outside of our, our group of four superheroes, because according to Chris, there's two Jack Sparrows out there. There's a Fiona from Shrek. There's three Supergirls. There's three Marilyn Monroes, three Elvises, Pinhead from Hellraiser, Ooh. about six Spider-Men. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man. Larry, Larry Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says there's also the Unguard buddies. Uh, now, yeah. Uh. On guard, like ha, on guard, oh, God. right? Like the three musketeers. Yeah, there's just two guys with swords that are oh. not from a movie. <laughs> yeah. so instead, Fuck those guys. <laughs> we yeah. used to be the three musketeers, but now we have to be on guard guys because <laughs> Bruce fucking left us. Yeah, but I mean, they're just like we're just gonna hang out. We got a couple fencing outfits. We're cool, right? Oh, they're actually like in fencing. They're yeah. not like old school. No, um, they're like three musketeers. Oh, but they don't represent a movie. Ah, uh, well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, so, so there's also a Charlie Chaplin character that uh, went through a midlife superhero crisis oh and boy. changed himself into a Japanese geisha. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Choice. And I remember the one that creeped me out the most was this seven and a half foot tall black man that dressed up as the Jeepers Creepers guy. Oh, yeah. And Ooh, yeah, that the, could be cool. The wings and everything like huge. Yeah. He and I'm huge. like, this guy spent a couple that's, of G's. That's cool yeah. shit. Yeah. Or like when they, I've seen, I've seen there too, like a giant Megatron outfit, which was fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, I saw that. I saw and that. It, yeah. And it like transforms well, into you, a truck and shit. And then you have the really corny ones like uh, SpongeBob SquarePants or yeah, a Bart buy, Simpson. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just buy this thing and you just put it yeah. on. Well, like I said, Christopher Lloyd, he's kind of like at the, in the hierarchy, he's the king of the superheroes. And not just because he's superhero or Superman, but because he's got tenure. Yeah, he's got, yeah, he's fucking. I dressed yeah. up like Charles Manson. I didn't make a dime. <laughs> did you work the street? I did. Not one dime. You forgot to put the thing yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would have really brought it in. Yeah. <laughs> so Christopher, uh, you know, Lloyd Dennis, he takes a new superhero under his belt mm. that's just starting to learn the streets. That superhero happens to be Ghost Rider. Ooh, yep. under his tights, he brought. Yep, him. and he <laughs> he be, he Ghost Rider was not wearing tights, just so you know. So, oh, I, under his tights, under, I see what you. Yeah, did. yeah because uh, yeah, because I don't think Superman wears a belt, does he? No, he does. Does he now? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. It's where he keeps his keys in his wallet. <laughs> oh, so I thought it was in yeah. his tights. Okay. No, that's where he, the money goes. Aha, uh -huh. money goes right down the panties. <laughs> in, the oh, yeah. <laughs> in his boot. <laughs> so anyway, um. He meets the young Ghost Rider, and immediately he's got a problem with Ghost Rider because Ghost Rider's smoking a cigarette. Oh fuck! And like you know, in the public, yeah, as Ghost Rider, yeah, <gasps> he's got his arm he? around a kid. He's got a Marlboro <laughs> Red just burning. Yeah. How dare he? And you know, he says Ghost Rider doesn't smoke cigarettes. No, nah, no. Nah. And 
Ghost Rider says, well, he's on fire, so technically he smokes. <laughs> he's smoking, smoking all the right time, now. dude. It's Superman says, no, he doesn't. And Ghost Rider says, he's made of, of fire, so he can smoke. Ghost Rider is kind of cool, too. He's got a leather jacket. He's yeah. got a motorcycle. Yeah. So I can see him be, well, being part of his Superman character. Superman ain't buying any of this bullshit. Wow. And he says... It doesn't count because you're on fire and you're smoking. That doesn't mean you can smoke a cigarette. You can't make exceptions for something that doesn't exist. He says, you'll never see Ghost Rider walking down the street and smoking a cigarette. It's just not proper. He also says, you never see me smoking a cigarette out here in costume, and you never will. I save that for the privacy of my own home. Sure. Cut to an ashtray full of cigarettes at Christopher's <laughs> yeah. house. Just in front of his desk, like mm-hmm. smoke down to the very wow. last bit of filter. Wow. So smoking a, his fingers, basically. Yeah. A woman walks up to Superman and takes a picture of him and she goes down for a little reach. Mm-hmm. On the crotch? Yes. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. And afterwards, Superman looks at Ghost Rider and says, Did you see where her hand was? <laughs> but he's 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 open to getting he's a groped. pro. Yeah. yeah, you know he he's like he's groping. If a grope probably means a ten dollar bill. Yeah, mm-hmm. so fifty. If you squeeze it, you probably get a fifty. Fifty, dude. Anywho, honk, su- honk. Superman and Ghost Rider then run into one of the three male on the rows, and she's having a fucking hell of a day. Are they all just? Big titted out. Oh, yeah. Them. All three of them. Uh, well, we only get the eyes on one. Oh, fuck. Um, I did see one Marilyn who had the mole on the wrong side of her face one day. That's I didn't call her out on it. But Marilyn's having a shitty day. She, she, she says, I've taken dozens of pictures and nobody's tipped me once. And Superman reminds her that tipping is not mandatory. Um, uh-huh. and, and she says, that's the same thing as going into a store and walking out with something and not paying for it. It's called theft. And Marilyn continues their diatribe and says, it's ridiculous. I've taken seven pictures with Orientals, and they just don't tip. Oh, boy. Here we go. (laughs) She figured out the Orientals. (sighs) So then we go back to Christopher Lloyd's apartment, and this thing is a museum of Superman memorabilia. Now, I can't remember if he lived on Orange or if he lived on McCadden, but I do remember walking by and somebody saying, that's where Superman lived. Oh shit! And wait, wait, you live next to him? Yeah, I live oh, by a couple of these guys. I Whoa. remember seeing him all the time because we were right there. Yeah, I know you saying that like at the beginning of the show, but I didn't realize like you actually like lived near these people. Oh yeah, that's crazy. I, I would see them walk to their cars. They'd park on Lanewood, which what does was that a, say about you? A bitch to park <laughs> on, but they would get do that because it was like one of the only streets that wasn't metered. Yeah, so they'd park and then they'd get dressed on my street and then walk up Interesting. a block to the boulevard. Smart, smart. Anyway, we get into uh, Christopher's house, and you name it, it's there. Action figures, okay? Uh, lunch boxes, toys, and he's a hoarder, man. He's got he's got Superman bed spreads, you know, and sheets. Wow. And um, like, is the place a mess? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. the The only thing that isn't Superman related. Are his three gerbils and his pet snake. That girl was grabbing his pet Bo- snake and <laughs> she, <laughs> to get her, she got a piece it. of it. Yeah, she did. But like, what are the gerbils' names? <laughs> they don't. They don't give them. This uh, is the kind of shit Dave wants to know. <laughs> because I want to know if they're Superman related. The gerbils, yeah. like uh, who? Lois Lane. Lois Lane. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. a great, it's a great example. Like, I'm sure. Like little Jimmy Rogers. What was <laughs> Jimmy's? I don't even know. The Spin Doctor song. Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen's blues. <laughs> what? Yeah, you don't remember the super? No, no, yeah. no, no. Pocket full of 
Kryptonite, bud. Oh, whoa. <laughs> I got a pocket full is that, of. <laughs> wait, is that like Kryptonite, a, love. We're going to have to play that later. That's the Spin Doctors. So, wait, wait. But th- was that from one of the movies? No, that's Jimmy Olsen's Blues, the hit song by the Spin Doctors. I just never. Do they just wrote a Superman based blues song? I doubt, I'm, I doubt they're the only one. Kryptonite. Yeah. That one? Yeah, no, that's a different one. Kryptonite did it. I sing you over the never much superhuman vein. Kryptonite. I never thought about yeah. That's right. They Who's, who was that shitty band? Oh, man. Three door down. Three, three doors yeah. down. One of those pieces Six of shit. Six door bushes, headlight. Yeah, something I, I can't remember. The only Superman song I ever liked was the one that was done by the Crash Test Dummies. You remember man, that one? I, dude, Crash Test Dummies. Barely. Superman never made any money saving the world from Solomon Grundy. Nah. That's a great song. It's called. I the remember Superman. Crash Test Dummies though. There's Vaguely. another Superman song. I can't stand to fly. That's a good one. <laughs> that sucks. Song. That's a good I'm one. I'm not dude. that naive. Yeah. Well, don't. Men were meant to with clouds between their knees. Oh boy. That band sucked. No man. You somebody should listen. That's a good song. Imagine, that was, yeah, it was an original. I can see one. that being a punk song. All right, anyway. So anyway, Chris pulls out like the prize collection of a Superman collection, and he has the original soundtracks mm. from Superman One <laughs> and Superman Two on vinyl, highly coveted. They're signed by the entire cast. Oh shit! Marlon Brando's on there. Whoa! Yeah, Margo Kidder, Jimmy Olsen, whatever his fucking name Sick. was in real life. Mm-hmm. Sick. Maybe Glenn Ford before he died. He played Superman's dad. Do you remember that? Sick. Yeah. Uh, now, according to Jennifer, Christopher is so strange, and he's basically a train wreck, and you can't look away. So she's right, because he shows us his recently homemade diorama made of pieces of paper, and it's called The Departure of Krypton. Mm. And it looks like he made it with like um, some straws, and <laughs> yeah, it's some not... magic markers and maybe a Dixie cup or two, you know. Um, he's also working on a new diorama that he's very happy uh, to show, but he says, just to warn you, it's in a partially completed state. Oh, it's, no. an, it's unfinished. What he did is, remember the three villains from Superman? Sure. He's got all three of them, except for Ursa, because she doesn't, he doesn't have a head for Ursa yet. Oh, fuck. So he says, but believe it or not, this body sure makes a wonderful Ursa. Yeah. I just got to find yeah. the head. Yeah. And he says, believe it or not, this body is an actual Wonder Woman body. Huh. I had to take off Wonder Woman's head. Yeah. And now I'm just trying to track down an Ursa. Yeah. I don't like how he's talking about heads and bodies. Yeah. He's a he's talking about him very uh, oddly. Like but this kid, this guy, how old is he? Uh, 50. I, not then. Not then. He was probably late 30s there. Wow. 2007. And do you think that this person has maybe some kind of mental it's funny illness? you should ask, Dave, because Christopher Lloyd Dennis sits down with a woman in his apartment. This woman happens to be it just working. ejaculates everywhere. No. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> She's there uh, by her own free will. Thank God. She's working on her PhD in psychology. Oh, boy. And she, her thesis is on Chris. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. She, she claims that Christopher is one in a billion. She says he is beyond obsessed with Superman, and there probably aren't words in our language to accurately describe it. Uh, the word is crazy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, sorry. It's... I mean, uh, 
Yeah. Christopher counters and says the only language. It's definitely like an adolescent, like a, like a stunted growth, mental growth kind of a thing, I think. Like it, something happened we're gonna traumatic get to in his life. Yeah. Well, I'm just giving my Dave analysis real <laughs> yeah. quick. My devalysis. Yeah. Well, Christopher says the only language that could accurately describe his obsession is a word that they don't know in Krypton. <laughs> this guy's a lot, dude. Wow. So who's the Joker here? Her or the fucking is? Is it the? Here's the thing. They don't give this woman's name. Ah, she's and fucking with everybody. No, no, no. What it was is it was a directorial mishap, in my opinion, because we mm-hmm. don't know who this person is Kay. and why she's there. And then she disappears, but she's going to come back later in the story. Weird. So anyway, um, according to Chris, his apartment is filled with seventy to $90,000 of Superman merchandise. Ooh. He also says the collection is now worth close to a million dollars. He took it to the guy from Pawn Stars. He's like, I give you 10 grand. <laughs> yeah. <right>. Tops. <laughs> that guy was always offering like an eight. Uh, the best I could do is about $1,100. Yeah. So then they do another interview with Jennifer. And for some reason, they decide to interview her on a dirty mattress without any sheets on it. It was hot. That is weird. It is weird. We learned that she's from Knoxville, Tennessee, and she's actually from a small town called uh, Maynardville. She's a minister's daughter from a town of like 2,500 people. Oof. And then they flash to this still picture. It's a great picture. And she's bent over. <laughs> and these two uh, Mexican parking lot attendants are just, just loving like it, loving dude. it. Like yeah. she's bent over in her outfit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh shit. Yep. And this is Wonder Woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. So we meet her parents, Fred and Karen, and they claim that they named their daughter after a mule. Uh, yeah. Okay. Like yep. the, like uh, Jenny. Jenny was the name of the mule. <laughs> That's so what a, uh, a mule's called. A Jenny. Jenny. Her mom yeah. had some cans on her, too. <laughs> According to her dad, he said, we knowed she was going to be in movies. He, yeah. know, he knowed it. He knowed it. <laughs> <laughs> she was a cheerleader, homecoming queen. Oh, fuck. Uh, went to college for a couple there semesters. There were three people in the class. <laughs> she, she just was not happy. So she said, I want to go to L.A., Mama. And she yeah. said, fine, I'll buy you a plane ticket. And she sent her out there the next day. Well. So, and then let's go to back to the whole Joe McQueen. He, uh, like I said, moved out from North Carolina because he had the acting bug. Uh, and according to him, he had nothing to lose. So he sold his Super Nintendo and got a Greyhound <laughs> bus ticket and headed to the I Los need, Angeles. I need forty. I need 48.50 for this Super Nintendo. Well, mm-hmm. he, this is the crazy part. He, the day he got into town is when the Rodney King riots started. Oh. He's like, this city's fucking crazy. Oh. Yeah. He's Damn. like, fuck this. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And he was surrounded by looters and rioters. And he says, well, being a country and boy. That's where I got my Hulk off from. He the says, night of the Rodney King. He says, being a country boy like I was, I decided to head for the hills. <laughs> oh, Hollywood hills. hills. Makes sense. <laughs> so, Movie stars. According to Joe, his biggest obstacle in making it in Hollywood has been his teeth. And he says, well, look at Steve Buscemi. He doesn't have great teeth. Uh, what? <laughs> you know? I've never... Yeah, I guess. Does he not have good teeth? Steve Buscemi? Yeah. Uh, it's a gravel truck for a mouth. Where have you been? <laughs> I mean, but I that's why he gets cast. I don't really young. notice, really. Uh, it, but why is this, are his teeth just no, mangled? No, I didn't even think they were that bad. Oh. No. You know? But he says, I feel like a loser. You know? And he says, I never saw myself doing something like this, but it's still technically performing. 
So back to Maximus, Batman Allen. He was born and raised in Texas, youngest of three kids, and he has a very uh, remarkable resemblance to George Clooney. Ooh. As you know, also played Batman. I, I do. Think he was the what, third what, Batman, fourth Batman. I maybe? enjoyed that Batman, the one with nipples. Oh, the one with... Is that the one with nipples? It was the one with Robin in it, Batman and Robin, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 With Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, anyway, he started his Batman career in 87. Uh, he got to L.A. He was doing extra work. And keep in mind, he's telling this while his wife is sitting in the kitchen smoking a cigarette next to a box fan, and he's doing Taekwondo in his living room. Sick, mm-hmm. dude. Yep. So according to him, everybody said he looked like George Clooney. Mom, I'm doing my katas. Keep it down in there. <laughs> he said everybody uh, told him he looked like George Clooney, and he didn't even know who George Clooney was. <sighs> Scoundrel. Yep. So he watched an episode of ER and realized, yep, I do look like him, and it's going to be very hard for me to get work. Um, oh, that's why, right? Because yeah, I look yeah. too much like George Clooney. Well, he's also missing a big portion of his front tooth. Ah, uh, that's what it is. But he does have a black belt in Taekwondo, uh, Tiger Kung Fu. He's also studied ninjutsu. And, of course, he says he knows how... To use hand-to-hand combat from special forces training. No way the guy was in special forces. Yeah, it was just like I don't think. Can you? Wh- what was this guy's physique like? How oh, tall? Be big guy. Big yeah. guy. He yeah. big guy. Yeah, but he started doing lookalike jobs, and that's where he originally met Superman Chris, hmm. who had already been performing for eleven years wow. on Hollywood Boulevard. So uh, we finally meet Batman. Alan. So does, wait, do these guys have? Cards like can you call them for birthdays and stuff like that? I didn't. They didn't ask. Okay. Or okay. they didn't tell us. Okay. Um, we meet Batman Maximus Allen's wife Sandra, and she says him looking like George Clooney is actually a pretty good thing, because he's actually done private parties for elderly people in high rise buildings oh, as Doctor Douglas Ross. No, from ER. dude, that's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, I did, didn't know there's a market for exactly. That yeah. Hey, are you old? Are you an ER fan? Fucking hilarious. We've got just the evening planned for uh, you. It's the Hollywood doctor. I'd love to have him work on me. Doctor, can you fix my left knee? Can you take a look at my left knee, Mr. Clooney? Can you empty out my colostomy uh, bag, Mr. Uh, Clooney? All right. Anyway, according, my bedpan needs. According to Maximus Batman Allen, he and his wife have a great relationship, and it's pretty cool for his wife to claim that she's married to Batman. Um, of course, it doesn't help. I mean, it helps when you look like George Clooney. Yeah. Yeah. So Snaggle to George Clooney. Yep. According to Sandra, Maximus Batman Allen is a great guy. He's very protective. He's a great provider. But he has a bit of an anger problem. Yeah, he does. <laughs> does yeah. he hulk out? Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. Remember the whole we do work on tips? We yeah. Do, he, if you don't tip him, he's going to yeah. let you know. Okay. So, he's got two confirmed kills. <laughs> Back to Christopher. We'll get to the confirmed kills. Oh, boy. Back to Christopher. His goal is still to become a leading actor. Now, this is when it gets very interesting. He also claims his late mother was actress Sandy Dennis. So, um, yeah, explain to us who that is. Sandy Dennis was a very famous actress. She oh, yeah. was a, a Broadway actress. She won a couple of Tonys. Wow. She, was, she played Honey in uh, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Mm-hmm. Out of Towners with Jack Lemon. Uh, just to name a few, but she died. I want to say in the mid '90s. She was like 50. Whoa, uh, 52 maybe. 
In the mid-90s, she was 50? Hmm. Yeah, something like that. Interesting. But according to Chris, he claims that when his mother was on her deathbed, it was her dying wish for Christopher to become an actor. Chris also claims he is technically the illegitimate son of Sandy and that her mother led a very private life and didn't want anyone knowing that he was her son. I wouldn't want anybody on either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is Superman your son? <laughs> no. <coughs> so we, uh, we're going to catch up with Jennifer because when she first got... Jennifer. She's Wonder, 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 Wonder Woman. Yeah. When she first got to Hollywood, on her fourth day, she went to a broadcast seminar. We didn't call him that back then. Uh, and she met a guy there. Who Comedy asked, classes. Who asked her. They were called paid auditions. Uh, yeah. uh, she meets a guy there, and he says, hey, do you want to get married? And she's like, are you serious? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, why not? So oh. fourth day in Hollywood. Oh, wow. So they head out to Vegas. I'm sure that'll last. Yeah. And they have home movies of the whole trip. Oh, yeah. And we meet her husband, Chris. He's a real fucking catch. He says, just so you know, I've got awful credit. I'm in debt. And when you marry me, you're going to assume half of my awful credit and half of my debt. And then he says, let's go to a pawn shop and get you a ring. So yeah. they go to Steve's buy and sell. They get a ring. Then they go through one of those drive through you know, marriage places. They get married. And by Elvis, he, he takes her to Burger King oh. for dinner. Well, it is flame broiled. Well, she gets the hat, too. Oh, the king hat. Yep. Oh, the it's like a it's like a trailer trash. Uh, fuck, I forgot the Shotgun name of it. Shotgun wedding. The, it, for what, when the the tiara. It's like a trailer tiara, trash tiara. Yeah, trailer trash tiara. You got it. So got Joe it, tells us his his road in Hollywood's been a tough one too. He was actually homeless for four years, but never missed an audition. Whoa. He says he frequently used McDonald's bathrooms to use them as restrooms yeah. and showers before he went to his auditions. Um. And now Maximus, I'm going to say, is the most confusing character to understand because he talks in riddles, which is ironic because he's Batman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he does. He says he was working for a very rich man, and that's how he got into martial arts and bodyguarding. He also had his own stunt car thing. So that's how he became a driver. He had a stunt car thing. Yeah. Uh, he says he also got into guns in Texas and was very good at it. So now he's trying to make a living out of it. He also worked for an Italian man with a very Italian name, not by choice. Vinny uh -huh. fucking meatballs. <laughs> yeah. Tony Fat Hands. He also says... I don't understand what's... Neither do we. They're just talking about his fucking resume? What well, he used says, to do? I got into guns and I was good at it. Like, what the fuck does that mean? I don't get it. Man. Also, like, I get it. Like, you're trying to tell him about your life, but, like, your life is just, oh, I worked here. Oh, mm -hmm. I worked well, there. Well, but here, maybe I can clear this up because he said he made his money by bodyguarding and in boxing, fighting in the ring okay. under the name Maximus Canavino. Oh. He also says, of course, we were gladiators... Because ah. this is when Gladiator was out. <laughs> so I don't know if he's a Gladiator boxer, if this is an underground fight club type thing <laughs> yeah, where they're like, hey, the Gladiators are here. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with fight club. <laughs> Smoke crystal meth and fucking... <laughs> we'll get to the meth. Be patient. Oh, shit. Really? Wow. Yes, be patient. Oh, fuck. So Plastic. Sandra talks about Maximus' path. I mean, this whole... Trail, this whole thing smelled of crystal meth. Just let I me mean, just let you just know. just called it meth. Yeah. <laughs> Confessions of a super meth hero. <laughs> yeah. So Sandra talks about Maximus. Crystal meth hero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, is that his song to Jukebox Hero? <laughs> yeah. Is that by Foreigner? Yeah, Crystal Foreigner. <laughs> so, again, Sandra gets into Maximus's past and says he was involved with shady gangs. And he also, this is according to Maximus. He says, we wouldn't break kneecaps, but we would make them think of death. Like, what does that fucking mean? <laughs> we don't break kneecaps, but we'll make them think of death. He also says he slapped people around because they didn't do... It's a do, psychological thing. He slapped people around because they didn't do what they were supposed to do. Yeah. So this is when the filmmaker takes a real risk. Oh. I like moves like this. Yeah. Someone called him um, cheap and stunty, but I say bring it on. He's a real maverick. We cut to Maximus dressed up as Batman... In his psychiatrist's office. Oh, fuck His me. psychiatrist's office. Fuck me. The psychiatrist's name is Dr. Mark Goulston. Of course it's weird. <laughs> it has to be weird. And dude, he's just looking at him in this Batman costume. Yeah, Goulston? Like, Goulston. Goulston. Yeah. Maximus tells his doctor that uh, he's a man with a lot of repressed anger and a lot of skeletons in his closet. So Goulston... Asks him, where does this anger come from? And Maximus says from his childhood. Goulston asks, you know, have you ever hurt anybody really badly or anything? And Maximus says, oh, yes. Mm. How old is this guy? Hold on. I've left a significant body count. Mm. How old is this guy? 40s. They're always in their forties. Yep. Am I am I bound for this, Chris? Mm -hmm. Probably. Am I, bound for, am I bound for dressing up as fucking Ace Ventura? <laughs> <laughs> hey, just talking through my butt. Um, <laughs> I was there for five dollars picture. If it, whatever me. it takes to get us downloads and listens, yeah, if that's what we got to do, we'll Can do I it this ask weekend. Ask you a question. Excuse me. <laughs> do you have any? All right. Guess what, guys? We got big news. Toilet paper. We got big news because guess what? That's here. Somebody. Is about to get their star oh. on the Walk of Fame. Huh. Any guesses? Uh, 90s star, Latino. Uh, oh, Mario Lopez. Nope. Antonio Banderas. Ooh, that's a good one. Yep. So, Chris. This is 2007. Yeah. Okay. So, Chris, being like the head man on campus, he's like, uh, Excuse me, coming through. Superman, uh, out of the way here. Oh, uh, oh. And he goes right to the front of the line. Oh, fuck. Uh, pardon me, Superman here. And he gets right to the front of the line, and this guy is fucking excited. He goes, here come the limos, everybody! Oh, here come no. the limos! And then uh, he starts shouting. So he just cut in front of everybody? Yeah, he's Superman. <laughs> he starts shouting out Antonio Banderas' name and Melanie Griffiths. Oh, fuck. And then he gets to the front of the line, and he says, Antonio, Antonio, please sign, please sign. And he breaks out his copy, two copies his DVD copies of Desperado. Oh, what a cheap and motherfucker. I would have gone for From Do Tell Dust, From Dawn, whatever it's well, called. Well, no. What you do is the move there, really, is to get a Desperado-style guitar and have him sign it. And then there he told go. Anthony Banders, uh, we work on tips. Yeah. All right. What do you want me to sign for you, Antonio? <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, um, so afterwards, you know, Chris is doing his thing. He's taking pictures. And um, this, this woman says, so do you do this like full time? And he says, well, yeah, except when I'm working on movies and TV shows, oh, obviously. Oh, oh. And he's not lying. 
Oh. Yeah. Uh, by my IMDb count, he's been in 18 movies, nine TV shows, four commercials, and a couple of music videos. Not bad. Working mm-hmm. uh, working actor. Yep. They even show him as an extra in the movie No Turning Back. Um, 5.8 rating on IMDb if you want to track it down. Oh, the movie is. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Th- I was going to say, do they rate actors also? No. <laughs> okay. Back to Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer has a big audition. So th- we see her run her 5.8 is a lot better than 1.1. 1. 1. Yeah. 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 I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you? I, I, I got heard, you, Papa. I heard you both ways. Yep. Anyway, uh, we meet up with Jennifer. She's getting a coaching sh- session from Stuart K. Robinson, who is somebody I studied with as well. So I Ooh. found that kind of a little close Don't to home. studied with. It's I took his class and paid him 500 okay, bucks. Okay. Thank Somebody you. at the time was Thank like, you have to have Stuart K. Robinson's name on your resume if you're going to make hey, it look, in this town. It takes people like you to figure out that it's bullshit yep. to tell people like me never to do it. So Correct. I thank you. Um, so then, according to Maximus, he's done some film work as well. So we get a, a picture of him in his film debut called Who's Making the Rules? Released oh. in 2021, and he's surrounded by a bunch of uh, African-American gangsters, and they've got guns, and then he pulls a gun at him. I actually thought his acting was pretty good in that one scene. Yeah, no, he was good in that scene. So so I'm glad that all these people have gone on to do some yeah, good things. Yeah, but Sandra says he's good, but he would be better if he took acting classes. Hmm. So remember this whole thing about Christopher saying, I'm Sandy Dennis's son? Yeah, the filmmakers are like, we got to get down to the bottom of this. Uh, so they go on location and track down Sandy Dennis's brother Frank and Sandy's niece Pam, and they are adamant that Christopher is not the illegitimate son of Sandy Dennis. Oh, it's one of those, mm-hmm. uh, and it's such an obscure, Pure, one. weird thing to lie about. That's such what an I thought, obscure yeah. one that nobody's yeah. ever going to call you on it, unless you're a film crew from a documentary. Right. Well, when called on this information, Good for them, Christopher says, "Well, that's just their opinion." Well, I mean, it could be true, but yeah. I mean, it's He's, one of those illegitimate ones. It's well, like you know, here's what he says. He says, "All I know is that she's my mom." Um, he didn't get to see her mom or his dad growing up and he was a troublemaker and he says his mother couldn't handle him and put him in group homes. Uh, he also says it was a time in his life when he was doing crystal meth and speed. Right. She fucked Christopher Reeves and they had him. <laughs> That's what happened. Nobody, nobody hey, to talk this, about it though. Why does this kid have a tiny body and a Tonka trunk <laughs> for looks, a head? He looks a lot like Christopher Reeves. He really does. No does he really? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yep. And he said uh, one day, he said, it was enough is enough. And he saw a death scene on TV and he saw himself dying and he said, I'm done. Whoa. Okay. Remember our good friend, police officer Michael Shea that worked the Hollywood beat? Yeah. So. He claims that several times a day, one of the characters on the boulevard will get too aggressive towards a tourist. But not once has he ever received a single complaint from Christopher. That's good. That's nice. Now, on the flip side, he has taken reports on Maximus Batman for aggressive Mm -hmm. uh, begging. (laughs) And Jennifer says, I agree. He's got... Like, for you to get an actual complaint mm-hmm. sent somewhere you must have done a really shitty job like you must have gotten really aggressive and really bad. I might have shoved somebody but she says Ooh, wonder woman says his, his his temper is out of control 
She even says he would strangle somebody if they didn't give a picture. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But she goes, well, not that far, but they would strangle the significant other if they didn't pay. Oh, okay. That makes we sense. We work on tips. Well, he's, nice. I mean, he's, he's crazy. Yeah, he's not going to fuck up the, you know, the 27-year-old woman. He's gonna... But here's the thing. His, his anger's uh, misdirected because they show him and they show a Spider-Man. It's fine for justice, man. They show Turn a Spider-Man on a break across the street, mm -hmm. and he's smoking a cigarette, <gasps> and Maximus Batman loses it. Oh, he's fuck. He's like, Spider-Man doesn't fucking smoke. You're a clown. <laughs> Get some fucking green hair, you fucking clown, you sissy. You th do you think these guys don't like clowns? I think what he was making a Joker reference. I see. Yeah. Do you th what do you? What's your personal opinion? Do you think I I do not have a personal opinion on clowns. whether or not these guys like clowns? No. Do you think that they're like clown rejects? That they try to be clowns? Like I, I recently, clown college dropouts? Well, I recently listened to a podcast where they were talking about actual Ronald McDonald clown school. Yeah. And oh, it was yeah. a legit like good paying job. Yep. And I, it was sick. And like the original Ronald, who actually taught all the Ronald McDonalds out there. Yeah. Died like um, about a couple months ago. That's Clown why I came shoes. up. How did he die? I think just old age and heart attack okay. and some shit like that. Fries. Yeah, I mean, he must be able to eat for free. Just eat, you know. Right. Well, one day on the boulevard, it's 106 degrees Fahrenheit. Record temp for that day in Los Angeles. So Christopher says, hey, Jennifer, you want to come back to uh, my place for a shower? <laughs> <laughs> a shit's in a shower? To cool off. So... She does. She goes Fuck and she yeah. gets in the shower. This must be a fucking thing for some women. Keep in too. mind, she's got. <laughs> they must she's be. got her go clothes on. Superman and Christopher's wife is in the other room. Now I didn't know he had a wife. Whoa! But according to the director, he puts the subtitles up and says Christopher's wife is sleeping in the other room. It's Whoa. okay, honey. Yeah, but that's when we figured out the woman that was doing the uh, thesis on Christopher is his wife. Bonnie. Oh, okay. Whoa, weird. Yep. yep. Is she like a foreigner? No, she's just a weirdo. Oh. So Christopher's like, you know, you can take that water up to your shoulders if you want. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Feels good. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. What do you mean you could take that water up? He's to your watching her shower. Yeah. And, and he's they, like, they have the suits on. Let's right. They have yeah. the suits on, but he's like, get the water all the way up to your neck. And, you know, huh. the curtains open. That he wanted to see those titties get wet. Yeah, so did he I. Did. He did. <laughs> so they're taking a shower in their clothes? Yeah. Because <laughs> huh. it's hot as fuck outside. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> so anyway. Odd. Then we reveal that Christopher's uh, wife is a huge Crystal Gale fan. What? And is trying Who are to these grow. People? <laughs> <laughs> these are the people that hang out with superheroes. That's Crystal who these people. Gale. Crystal so Gale, the famous country the singer, the famous short country singer. That her hair Come went down on. to her her feet. Mm -hmm. so hair down to her. Bonnie's feet. goal is to grow her hair out, Crystal Gale length. Oh fuck me. Yep. So, uh, anyway, they're in the okay. shower, and Christopher's like, "Feels good, doesn't it?" Uh. <laughs> <laughs> nice and cool, huh? <laughs> Get it up to your shoulders. It's so weird. Yeah. Then they get back out on the street and she's like, you're right. This feels really good. So they just like went and just wet their suits, basically. It's like go, it's like the equivalent of going through the sprinklers as a kid. Yeah. If you okay. put it out in the world, cool. I guarantee it was the creepiest shower of all time. They go back to the boulevard <laughs> and the temperature is still 106 yeah. and they find the Incredible Hulk. And according he's passed to, out on the floor. No, he's passed out inside his suit. Yeah, <laughs> he blacked out. It was he blacked out, yeah. and he goes, "I blacked out at the cafeteria down the street. It's 130 degrees oh inside my, my costume." Of course it is. 
So um, then we go back to Chris's house, and while taking a long, deep drag off a of Marlboro Red, yeah. he describes the fateful day of October 10th, 2004. Ooh. Any guesses on that day? What could have occurred? Uh, no. That was the day that Maximus Batman called him up to let him know that Christopher Reeve passed away. Oh, shit. In 04, mm -hmm. that's right. Yep. Chris the year I graduated from high school. Well, since this, Chris has been traumatized. Fuck. So Chris's wife, Bonnie, exclaims that it's been four years since her and Christopher have gone to Metropolis, Illinois, for the Superman celebration. Because mm. he just hasn't been able to go. Is there an actual city called Metropolis yeah. in Illinois? Yeah. Interesting. Yep. They decided it's time to go back. You know, now wow. that Chris has passed. Yeah. So it's time. Bonnie heads off to the print shop to pick up some merch for the festival. She gets uh, 600 glossy headshots of Christopher printed up. And at this time, there's breaking news on the Hollywood Boulevard. Fuck. Makes all the papers. Makes Everybody's all the headed news headed down there. Yep, you guessed it. Oh, he's got to get down there, dude. You guessed it. Mr. Incredible and Tickle Me Elmo got busted. Cocaine. <laughs> no way. <laughs> they got popped. For strong arming tourists oh, for panhandling. He was making oh. them tickle him. Himself. I remember when this happened. <laughs> I saw it all go down. Oh my God. And, you know, and I think I walked up to the street to see it. But I do remember Tickle Me Elmo would park on my street and get dressed and make the walk. I don't recall seeing Mr. Incredible, but I don't even know what Mr. Incredible was. Just so we know, Tickle Me Elmo was a toy. Elmo is the yeah, character. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he wasn't Tickle Me Elmo. He was just, just Elmo. Elmo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have gone as the toy. The to oh, because I'd be like, you could tickle me for five bucks. Well, hey, hey, now well, who's the entrepreneur here? The point is, this is huge Hollywood news. So what happens? Crazy. Jimmy Kimmel, he brings Christopher <gasps> as judge, jury, and executioner <gasps> of the debate. Because of the any, show? Yeah. Because if anybody's going to be able to make this decision, it's, it's the man that never lies. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So they interview Chris and he says, I was an eyewitness and he claims they were innocent, even though he had known that Mr. Incredible and Tickle Me Elmo were prone to aggression every once in a while. Oh, yeah. But in this particular instance, yes, he was completely innocent. Yeah. Now, according to Michael Shea, the cop that walks the beat, they initiated an undercover operation and had cops dress up as tourists oh, to, to to get Tickle Me Elmo and Mr. Incredible <laughs> in a sting operation. Yeah. Can you imagine but... getting that paper in the morning as a cop? <laughs> hey, uh, we got a fucking real special thing for you here. <laughs> yeah, first of all, first of all, if that's if I'm a cop and I'm doing that, I'm pissed. Second yeah. of all, that's already I'm already going to this thing pissed. I have to do this. And then if I go in there and he's super nice, yeah. you think that's going to... You think I'm going to like that? You've been trying no. to make detective for gonna, 20 years. You're Operation <laughs> Super Zero. Yeah, I'm fucking... I'm, I'm, I'm pushing Elmo to the limit until you, he cold like, cocks right, me. Yeah. But here's the thing. This whole thing has a backfire effect on the local economy of the superhero. Fuck. It goes through the roof. People are showing up in droves to, sh to to in costumes. No, to pay to get pictures. Oh fuck yeah, that's so good though. These guys hit the fucking jackpot. Yeah. All right, and it's the most money they've made in years. Christopher comes back to his apartment and stands above Bonnie, 
and pulls down his red tight uh, panties. Sure. And just throws and dishes out money. Dollars. Out of his pants. Yeah, there stinky were dollars. in his yep. fucking asshole. I mean, he was just it was stinky, disgusting. Stinky dude. I didn't dollars. see one five dollar bill in there. No. But. I mean, he had green coming out of the. Pants. It looked like someone dumped out a salad. It was wet. Yeah. It just didn't look. Like, it was really fucking disgusting. It was just like, and she's just like he's putting it on her face. It's like, God damn, that's your wife. Uh, uh, that's dude. disgusting. <laughs> yep. And according to Christopher, there's no such Ring thing them out. as bad publicity. Nah. So they they parlayed this into many appearances on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Wow, there many was, appearances. Yeah, huh? there was a feature where Batman and Superman wrestled each other. Whoa. Um, so they made the most of it. They made the international press on top of that. Like, I wonder if they get paid at, for doing the show also. They had Jimmy, to have gotten Kimmy. paid for the magazine work, I would think, because, you know, these are professional photo shoots. Sure. They were on the cover of Entertainment Weekly with Kimmel. Oh, yeah. You know? That's cool, man. So this was their viral moment. Um, so that's like when things just started to go viral. Yeah. Night, 2007 is yeah, kind of like when right. things are really Before start- iPhones. Yeah, it's like when I well, I think 07 is like when the iPhone first came out. Yeah, maybe 09. Well, let's catch up with Jennifer. So she's a committed actress. She's making the auditions. Her manager's happy with her progress, but she still needs a taste of home. So she finds like one of the only Southern Baptist churches in Los Angeles to attend. And goes and sucks a unclipped cock. No, she brings okay. her loser, debt-ridden boyfriend uh, or husband, Chris. Oh. Uh. And he's, you know, those word search puzzles. Is he good looking at least? He's okay. Yeah. All right. But you know, those word search puzzles. Yeah. He's doing one of those at church. Yeah. He's like, nice. hey, we're going to church. Can I bring some board games? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Ouija board, maybe? I'm very religious. She's not happy. Yeah. That he's and doing. he's texting on his phone and just being a drag. And, you know, he's just not being cool. He, and, and they never say what he does, but it looks like he just hangs out at the house. So back to um, Joe. He finally lands a part in a uh, kung fu spoof movie called the game is not yet ending whoa wasn't able to find it on imdb yeah so it's time for christopher and bonnie to head off to the superman celebration so they show him and he's chain smoking and he's trying to get everything packed but he can't fit his superman lunchbox Aw. And Bonnie's like, you're going to have to carry it on if you want to take it. <laughs> carry on my lunchbox. But it's a big deal because Margot Kidder is going to be there. Oh, who's now that? Margot Kidder played Lois Lane in the movie. Okay. This is before Margot Kidder I went I mean, the insane. movie was made in 82 or no, something. I mean, well, there were two. There were three, four, I mean, five. I was born in 86. Okay. Anyway, I watched them, but I mean. There is a huge costume contest at the Superman celebration. Nice. $20 entry fee. And the winner takes home a thousand bucks. And bragging rights. Yep. Jesus. Yep. Christopher thinks he's an ace in the hole uh, for the fact that he not only looks like Christopher Reeve, but the timing is perfect because in people's minds, they'll want to vote for somebody that resembles Christopher Reeve since you just died. And you could tell the whole time he was worried how he's going to fit that fucking thousand bucks in his banana hammock. <laughs> <laughs> I know what banana hammock is now. What about a grape smuggler? <laughs> grape smuggler. <laughs> I don't remember what the Same grape thing. smuggler is. Okay. Same thing. <laughs> so next we meet Billy McDaniel, the mayor of Metropolis, Illinois, the home of Superman. Wow. He doesn't have a whole lot to add, but he tours us the town. It's a very small town. Superman yeah. posters everywhere. It's on the water tower. Yeah. It's who this town is. Yeah. 
And then we also meet a local unnamed resident who has a Superman tattoo on his chest. And he says, Metropolis, Met, Met, Metropolis <laughs> is a dangerous town because a lot of black people have moved into it. Oh, God. And he clearly doesn't have any underwear on. Or teeth. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can tell. <laughs> didn't, put, didn't put his teeth on either, huh? He's young, though. He's like 20. Okay. Yeah. He's on the meth. Yeah. He's been kicked a couple times from a donkey. Probably. Or a Jenny in this case. A uh, Jenny. Yeah, okay. very good. So the entire town descends on uh, the local town square in front of the giant Superman statue. And the high school band plays up to play the famous score from Superman, the movie. Yeah, poorly, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Margot Kidder is headlining. Okay. Okay. She's there in good spirits signing autographs. And they show her taking like 20, 40, 60 bucks. I think it's 20. Oh, that's nice. But Chris is in line dressed as Superman. And he's got this, like a tube, a poster tube. 38 by 10, yeah, geez, it's like a fucking vi- uh, a video game, uh, an action figure. And he's like, I want you to sign all of it, dude. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. And he's got a big gulp. Oh, and, great. So, Thirsty. Superman, yeah, needs and his he, electrolytes. And he's nervous. Oh, and he says, I don't know what I'm going to say to her. Suit. I, he's like, I have no idea what I'm going to say to her. Hey, will you yeah. sign these 5,000 things? Yeah. <laughs> right. This one. <laughs> yeah. And this one. And, and yeah, could you imagine after an hour? And. Um, um, and this one, can you sign? Can you make this one? <laughs> <laughs> he also says, I get tongue-tied around big celebrities like yeah, Margo. Yeah. He says this, though. I would ask her to marry me if I wasn't already taken. Oh. So Margo's met Chris many times. Oh. She loves him. Mm. She says, uh, he's great. She says, now, as for other Supermans I've seen dressed up, they need to hit the gym. Fat fucks. Yeah. So let's check in on Maximus. He's at the gun range of all places. Oh, he's going to make sure he gets his tips, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he's well, the only one buying a gun, by the way. You're like, yeah. God damn it, dude. He's like letting off some aggression, maybe. We don't know what's going on. He's throwing his fucking... He's bat- like, will this Beretta take out a family of four? Because these motherfuckers <laughs> never tip. He's <laughs> testing his grappling gun and his, yeah, his little batarangs. He also angry. just says there's only two ways to get out of it. It's either you die or pretty much everyone else does. <laughs> <laughs> With zero dude, context. Yeah. This guy's just deep, dude. And heavy. Well, whoever this Italian guy was, fuck this guy up. I yeah, don't yeah. Know. yeah. You mean yeah. just fuck this guy? Something. Well, he mm. says, according to him, he knows this to be true because that's the only way he got out of it. And he was the only man left standing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're like, what are you talking about, bro? Yeah, no, he, he doesn't say it for any particular reason. He's just like, yeah. Well, Maximus says he still has to ask God for forgiveness for some of the things he's done in his life. Yeah, like the time up he beat up that family of five from Kansas for taking 38 pictures and only tipping him a quarter. <laughs> yeah, he's he holds on to a lot. Imagine just, tipping somebody a quarter. A quarter yeah, dude. it's That's 105 fun. degrees outside. Like well, giving a homeless person a quarter is different than like tipping somebody a quarter. But I can see if you're an Oriental. <laughs> and like, let's, let's get back to Dr. Goulston. The name, dude. <laughs> I know. It's just ridiculous. Can't do it, dude. Well, it's major breakthrough time for Maximus and Dr. Goulston. Uh, Maximus says he claims that he was married and his wife was in an accident and then he went after the people that caused the accident. I'm starting to see a pattern here mm-hmm. that uh, we may not like if we dive into but, any further. But we're pretty sure he's saying his wife died in an accident. Yeah. And yeah. then he says... In an accident that he caused, probably. We don't know. The doctor asks, um, are those people you're referring to dead? 
And he says, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Dead. Yep. I understand what dead means. Yep. Dead. Then the doctor says, well, were you prosecuted for any of this? And Maximus says, unfortunately, no. It was the 80s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, is. it does it say really that. Does. It was the eighties. You could get rid of a body. Well, and Doctor Goulston, he says, "Is this a confession?" And Maximus is like, "It was a different time back then." Yeah. No, you still killed someone. Yeah. And Doctor Goulston is like, "Well, just so you know, there's no statute of limitations <laughs> yeah. for murder." murder yeah. yeah. Uh, um, um, Maximus um, just laughs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, That's his response. That's what Batman does. So let's get back to uh, Metropolis, Illinois. Okay. We got a contest to wrap up. Yeah. So Christopher's working the streets. Uh, he's number 16 in the contest. And he said, don't forget to support uh, the contest and vote for me. And, uh, you know, the big the time comes. And they do the countdown from three, two to one. He's not number three. He's not number two. Guess what number he is? Number one. No, he doesn't Fuck, even place. Damn it. Uh, it's, it makes no sense. He's clearly the best one. He, yeah, he's beyond the clearest looking coolest really? one. Really? Yeah. They yeah. give the award to a Batman that's fat. Yeah, look, I think the fix was in on this one. Yeah, this what? is small town politics. He uh, got fucked. He got hustled out of 20 bucks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so he's pissed. Are you ready for another breaking news report? Uh, let's hear it. This one's huge. This made the news again. We have aerial footage, helicopter footage. Holy Batman gets arrested because he wanted to use a local porta potty that union workers had the only access to. And Batman said, I got to take a shit. Yeah. <laughs> I need that porta potty. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a big deal. And the reporters run with the story. So Batman even got charged with kicking out the, the window of a cop car when they arrested him. Oh, fuck. But here's the thing. They don't even say if it's Maximus. They don't. But we're pretty sure it was. I'm, just I'm, I'm a, pretty sure it was. Just a guy dressed up in a Batman outfit. Yeah, but I mean, if you're going to tell this story, you would like to say it's this Batman, sure. but maybe it wasn't, and they didn't mm. want to defame him. Anyway, we don't fucking know. I think it was, though. <laughs> so Jennifer makes some progress in her life. She ditches the loser boyfriend. Because uh -huh, he's that. like, your hair's on the floor. And she's like, um, you don't even touch me anymore. Oh. And why you wouldn't touch a woman with that looks like Jennifer is oh my beyond me. I touch a man that looks like Jennifer. <laughs> you have touched the man. I have <laughs> she says there's so much trouble on the home front. She's like, and she breaks down. She's crying. She says he doesn't have time for me anymore, and they've lost that love and feeling. He probably found out she took a fucking shower with old Superman. Could have. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he was jealous. <laughs> exactly. So back to Metropolis, celebrations winding down. Now, this is where I got confused. In a large conference room, the MC announces that there are special guests from Hollywood, meaning, of course, Christopher Lloyd Dennis, and he has a special announcement to make. So then he gets down on one knee and proposes to Bonnie, who says yes. <laughs> Did they go to Niagara Falls for their honeymoon? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the movie, Dave? Um. The movie of Superman? Yeah, when they got married in Superman 2 and went to Niagara they Falls. No. Yeah, that's remember. what happened. So, no, but he did propose with his Superman ring. I thought they were already married. I did too. So, I'm, I don't know. They said the wife. Yeah, maybe they said girlfriend in the other room. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I fucked it up, but I thought I was under the impression. She they hesitated for a second. You could tell she was thinking, yeah, 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 yeah. Superman for life. Yeah. <laughs> so, Maximus now works in Hollywood as a security uh, guard for like star wagons tours. And he's like, it's not bad. 
He's like, cool. I'm still in the business. Yeah. And there's a chance a director could notice me. Yeah. Hey, go yeah. get me a cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> but come here and suck on my penis. He's just, <laughs> <laughs> he's just rambling though about these shitty tippers still. Sure. And he can't let it. He go. can't. No, dude. He's he just can't let go. Of this and he just he bu- he's bitching about the tippers and he buys a gun. You just don't know what's gonna. So happen what is that. it? What's the, what's an acceptable amount? Five dollars for Minimum. a picture? Yeah. I would dude. give ten somebody five. ten dollars is like five would I think would be cool. Twenties fucking yeah. awesome. Well, but this is two thousand one, so maybe two bucks. I thought you it was two thousand okay, yeah. seven. So back to Joe. He's finally got a supporting movie part, and he's dressed up in an afro, and he he made it into Justin Lin's film, Finishing the Game. Apparently, it got a new title. We did check IMDb. It's got three stars. If you want to check it out, support Joe McQueen. Still better than Papa. Yeah. (laughs) Back to Jennifer. She's got a new apartment. She's ditched the loser boyfriend. She's got a roommate. She's hustling. She still makes the rounds on auditions, and she ain't giving up. That's what the moral of this movie is. Do not give up. Don't give up, dude. Back to Maximus. He might be a security guard, but he's not giving up. Yeah. Ne- you know, neither is Joe, neither is Christopher. And Christopher says, look, I believe my future holds fame and fortune. According to him, he's already got the fame. He just hasn't got the fortune part. So the movie ends with Chris and Bonnie getting married in front of the Superman statue in Metropolis, Illinois. Oh, that's cute. Now, we did a little slow thing because obviously <laughs> this documentary is 15 years old. Yeah. yeah we yeah. got to do a Where Are They Now? Oh, shit. Yep. I love it, dude. Okay. So Let's we're going to start with uh, Batman, Maxwell. No credits since 2006, which was before this movie was released, mm-hmm. with the exception of an appearance of a TV show called Caught on Camera. In 2008. So I'm guessing he fucked up and did something and got caught. Now, Joe has continued to book minor roles. Nothing really glaring. Sure. Um, Jennifer, she has a very nice resume. Mm. And guess who she married? And a nice set of tits. Who? <laughs> who? Do you, did you ever see Starship Troopers? Fuck yeah. One of my favorite. Casper Van Dien. Which one? Who's that? The, the main, main dude. The main dude? Yeah. Wow. The heartthrob. She married up. Holy fucking yeah. A. She's had parts on True Blood. Dude, I bet he walked by, you know, like on a two o'clock out in the afternoon, like after just having a nice little meal in Hollywood, mm-hmm. just horny as fuck, had a couple drinks in him, <laughs> yep. and just so fucked rack the em. shit out of her, dude. <laughs> just took her. Yeah, you're fuck. right. That's exactly how it <laughs> happened. She talks about it, Dave. <laughs> it's funny. Were you there? Fuck <laughs> the shit out of her. Well, let's get to the star. He must, I mean, he must have grown up with some kind of Wonder Woman. $5 maybe. maybe. $5 for a picture. How much for a fuck? Yeah. Hey, I give a credit to anybody that comes out to L.A. at 19 with no experience and manages to grind and hustle and make it. Yeah. yeah I don't care if you married into it. You made it. Yeah. yeah. Good yeah. for her. She's got She's got a, a pretty healthy resume. Yeah. You know. Um, so, Christopher. Bad news. Oh, in Jail. Two, no, in 2009, he was found dead. Oh. Mm-hmm, in a Van Nuys clothing donation receptacle. Oh, what? Yep. And died from asphyxiation. Coincidentally, what? he died at the age of 52, which is the same age as Christopher Reeve. What? He, died. he is buried in his Superman costume. Uh, in the Forest Lawn Cemetery in Los Angeles. Oh, fuck. Who paid for that? I'm sure somebody did. 
maybe Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. Wow, um, man. The Los Angeles County Coroner's Office ruled that the death was accidental and that Dennis apparently died when he crawled into the cloning, clothing donation bin um, and suffered blunt force, force trauma to his head and neck after okay. being partially entrapped within the metal box. Okay. Now, uh, I, I ain't buying okay. it. I'm not. It, it this sounds like sense. a Clinton uh-huh. body count almost. I think somebody put him in there. Uh, yeah. After killing him. Yeah. So Probably some fucking crackheads. Uh, though he claimed that he was the son of Sandy Dennis, the actress said throughout her life she never wanted or had any children, though she did suffer a miscarriage, and her family confirms as much and denies any relation. He was the miscarriage. I don't know about that. Now, Christopher had been homeless uh, in the last remaining years of his life. Mm. Um, his favorite song was Somewhere in Time by John Barry. And comedian Paul Rodriguez attended his funeral. Whoa. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so that's cool. He made some fans. Interesting. I remember yeah. seeing him, yeah, all the time. Yeah. Going there to get lunch. Yeah. So that's a wrap. Um, wow. Confessions of a superhero. Dave, so what that was you a think? fun one. I mean, I like that a lot. I, I've, ever since I was a child, passed by, you know, there's always a Superman and an Elvis and a Batman and some, Chewbacca was a big one. Yep. But yeah, I remember going passing by all the time when I was a kid. El Capitan Theater, you yeah. loved that shit. Yeah, well, I lived it for 10 years and it sucked. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you're not a child. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you rate this, Dustin? Uh, I, You know what? It's sad. It's I, I don't know if there's any happy parts to it. There aren't. There aren't. So it's kind of like, it's like yeah. I don't want to say four because it's so sad. I could, I yeah. guess three, three dockings. But like, how was the documentary? Like, it not, was great. Not the content, like the... What was the content and how was it shot is really the question. People should watch it before they move to Hollywood. And they- <laughs> yeah, you should <laughs> yeah. watch it before you decide to come out and, you know, do, Bury, yeah. go after it. There were some really amazing still shots that captured, I think, the essence of these people. Um, it's two and a half stars for me just because I got confused a couple of times. Mm. And I wouldn't have led with Bonnie without introducing her. Yeah. They didn't say who she was. Interesting. You can't do that. Yeah, you can't just say there's this woman here and not say this is Bonnie, etc. His girlfriend, whether it was wife or at the time, we don't know. I mean, maybe if I rewatch it, even though I watched it twice and I'm still confused. <laughs> okay, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's depressing. But if you like dark and moody stuff, um, I just I think it's cool that they you see these people and you see them committed to making this no matter what. Yeah, I mean, Joe was homeless. You know, um, and we yeah, didn't talk like about you got that. a little emotional there. Jesus. Yeah. Joe's homeless. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. And then, of yeah, it's course, fucked up. I mean, it's and then you crazy. think about what how, what happened to Christopher? He had this amazing collection. And then you find out he was homeless. The rest yeah, what of if his somebody years? just came and jacked all his shit and be like, did he get divorced from her? Like, what the fuck? We don't know. Oh. We don't know. It just says the, they were married and bounced up until 2019 at the time of his death. But dying under those circumstances is extremely mysterious. Yeah, yeah asphyxiation. Oh, he died from asphyxiation after blunt force trauma to the head. It's like, I had what? to read it a few times because it didn't make sense. I was well, like, I think what they're saying is he crawled in there. He yeah, could have been and he, high. And he couldn't get out. Right. And he started and he, hitting himself. Yeah. Right, right. So that's why I think, okay, maybe that would work. But when you hear blunt force trauma and inside of a clothing bin receptacle, you will automatically think oh, drug, yeah, or, or and or drugs, yeah, yeah, yeah. heavy amounts or of payback drugs. from or somebody, pay, maybe, yeah. 
Rivalry. So, guys, if you uh, want to help us out, you know what we like around here. What do we like? Those Dave? fucking reviews, dude. We they need do them. Help us out. We want them. Yeah, five stars. And if you've already reviewed and you want to help us out, follow Make us. Make a at- new account and review it again. <laughs> <laughs> follow us at Down on the Docs Pod on Twitter or um, Instagram, yeah. and retweet one of our show links. Yeah, that helps do as it. well. Make a meme. Yeah, and of course, guys, keep submitting um, your uh, documentary requests. We do have a catalog of them, and we will be putting them in yep. the rotation once as every well. five weeks. That's that's what we're shooting for. Maybe I'll pick one from the thing, and I'll that's the one that I'll do. Maybe. Okay. Oh yeah, we're talking about that. That maybe we uh, switch it up. A switch bit. it up a little bit just to see how that goes. That could mm-hmm. be fun. Cool. Okay. So again, uh, that's a wrap for uh, episode thirteen, Confessions of a Superhero. We'll see you all next week. Thanks for joining us.